In the wee hours of the night, when everyone else is fast asleep, you're the one on third shift, burning the midnight oil. When a part fails and everything comes to a grinding halt, regardless of what the clock on the wall says, you leap into action. Granger is with you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support by phone or click to chat. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, you guys, guess what? It's another episode of Tangents with Toby. This particular episode is a little bit more special because you, the listeners, are the ones who decided which show you wanted to listen to. We had two topics, one winner, with 82% of the votes. It's the ghost stories that I have for you. The other topic that you had a choice to pick, more top fives. But this particular show, you chose the ghost. So sit back. Grab your Ouija board, your popcorn, and a blanket, and let's dig down deep into my adventures of ghosts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. That is correct. Tangents with Toby is about to start in five, four, three. Two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Tangents with Toby. I thank you for tuning in, and this week has been brought to you by you. On Twitter, I had a poll, and I personally asked if you guys wanted another top five, or... Did you want something a little bit more off cusp and go the ghost story way? And surprisingly, most of you guys decided that you had enough of the top five for now. And you wanted me to talk about some of the experience I've had with ghosts. When it comes to ghosts, I don't know if I'm a believer or not. I don't know if it's been coincidences or if it was mindset, but I'm going to let you choose if ghosts are real or if my stories are nothing more than a figment of my imagination. All right. So first up, this was back in, what is it, 2006, 2007 possibly. I was working at a gas station and my boss he got really good with the company and they basically asked him could you do this for us and run stations that need a manager and of course my boss says yes there was a station that was available about four hours north of where we lived and he was staying up there he gives me a call and says can you do me a favor I have to get a bunch of stuff done back home so can you drive up here uh, stay for two weeks once you're done you can come back I thought to myself all right you know it's only two weeks new city new people we can just go from there so of course I went up there met all the staff uh, the older gentleman and I was showing the house all right, fine. 
boss takes off and I go back to the station, do a little bit of book work and decide, all right, well, you know, it's time to go home. I've been at the shop a little too long. Go home, walk in, and all of a sudden I felt this weird feeling, hair stand up on the back of my neck. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. It's just probably because it's an old house. It almost looked like a 1950, 1960 house, not taken care of. You walk in, it has, it had the smell of old. So I was like, meh, all right, whatever. Go scrounge up a little bit of food. Hooked up the Xbox. Started playing it. It's like, all right, this is actually kind of quite fun and interesting. Time to go to bed. So I go lay down in the bed, got comfortable and fell asleep. All of a sudden, maybe 10 to 20 minutes into my deep slumber, I got a jarred, woke up, opened my eyes, looked at the foot end of my bed, and this is the part, I don't know why, but I j- thought I seen a figure of a middle-aged man standing at the foot end of my bed. I shrieked, ran out of the living room, ran into the kitchen, grabbed myself a glass of water, and started drinking it. Stayed up for about another half an hour until I got everything calmed down. Crawled back into bed. Closed my eyes. And my body would not let me sleep. It would keep waking me up, waking me up, waking me up. And by the morning, I was absolutely exhausted. I just couldn't get that sleep. So I went down to the shop, opened up. 10 o'clock my co-worker shows up and he looks at me and goes what is wrong it looks like you had barely any sleep so I told him the situation I thought there was a man in my room and my I couldn't sleep I just felt uneasy I felt like somebody was staring at me and he goes we'll get the bank deposit done you can just go into the office go take a nap go from there so I went into the office laid down for about two hours, woke up, felt more refreshed than anything else. Did my shift, went home, everything seemed fine, laid into bed at night to go to sleep, exact same thing. My body wouldn't let me sleep. Still had that creepy feeling and this went on for two hours So I eventually started having naps every chance I had down at the gas station just because I felt safe. Two weeks were up. I went home, looked at my girlfriend at the time. I said, I'm sorry. I got to go lay down. Something doesn't, I just never got any sleep. And she looks at me and goes, you don't look well. It's like, I got to go sleep. So I laid down, slept for 12 plus hours, like solid Never had such a great sleep in my life. Got woken up. We went to her mom's place. Her mom looks at me, asked me what was wrong. So I told her the situation, what happened. And I told her that I just couldn't sleep because of what was happening. She goes, how about this? I'll make you a dream catcher. 
and I'll bless it. You take it with you if you go back and you put it on the window. Well, the one thing about that little thing is the girlfriend at the time and her family were native. So, of course, they believed in all this, all that stuff. When they blessed, they used sweet grass. And when her mom made the dream catcher, by God, it was beautiful. But anyway, she blessed it and she looked at me, handed it to me and says, make sure you cherish this. Make sure it never touches the ground because as soon as you it touches the ground, all the spirits and the blessings will go back into Mother Nature. And I said, okay, I won't let it touch the ground. I go back to work. My boss goes, okay, I need you to come up here for another week. And that should be it. And I'm thinking to myself, great, this is not going to work. Told the girlfriend at the time and she goes, okay, we'll just give you a little bit more stuff from home to make it feel more home and don't forget your dream catcher it's like fine so the time comes drive up there get to the apartment first thing I do I walk over to that window with the dream catcher in my hand hung it up did my thing went back to work finished my shift come home ate video games laid back in bed looked at the dream catcher and I'm, I prayed to myself it's like this freaking better work there's just no doubt about this better work or else this week is going to be one of the longest weeks of my life so I closed my eyes and I went to sleep guess what it worked I never woke up until my alarm clock went off the next day and I felt absolutely great went to work did everything my co-worker looks at me and goes oh it looks like you got a better sleep so I told him the situation with the dream catcher it's been blessed and he goes oh that's weird it's like I know I don't care it's great I love it nothing's gonna change get back home put the dream catcher back in my window and it was like that for years I love that dream catcher. It was my pride and joy. It kept me absolutely safe until a major event in my life happened about nine years ago. But that's, you know, besides the story. That right there was one of my first real stories of encountering in a ghost. Freaked me out. I'll never forget it. I can basically relive it in my head just because it was so crisp, so clean, so freaky. I don't know what it was. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that Dreamcatcher did actually work. My next story is going to be a little bit longer. But you gotta hold up. It's a really, really good story. And straight to the end, it's quite interesting. Alright, so 
now we can get to the second part of my ghostly stories. All right. So about nine years ago, I had uh, my trailer was in a flood, which basically wrecked everything on the inside. All my furniture, couch, bed, you name it. It was basically water destroyed, waterlogged. So my mom says, just throw everything out. It's easier to rebuild than trying to fight with everything and try making it better again. So whatever. Threw everything out. Moved into a house. It was great. Started over. Got everything that I needed. And my mom says, can you uh, come by my work? We had a resident who passed away. And they're basically getting rid of all their furniture. And there's a cute little corner stand I want you to have. I said, all right, whatever. So I drive over there, pick up the stand. It stood at least six feet tall, four different levels. And thought, okay, this is kind of interesting. Brought it home. Girlfriend's like, oh, that is really, really nice. Put it in the corner. Put trinkets and stuff like that on it, like you're supposed to. Everything was fine. January rolls around. Daughter was born. and As she was getting older, it was kind of... It was getting more and more weird. Little things in the house just kind of, you know, happening. Like, you hear the noises and you're thinking, oh, it's cats. But then there were certain times where my daughter would stop getting, like, stop eating, look up in a corner of the, say, living room, stares for 30 seconds, lets out a cute little giggle, then goes back and eating. She would lay on the floor, look up, same corner, giggles, continues to play. And it was weird things like that that was kind of creepy trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Things would kind of cut out. Thought, you know, it's just the house, nothing to worry about. This went on for, you know, a bunch of months. Then we were told that we had to, had to get out of the house because the owner wanted to move his mom in. Which, you know, totally 100% understandable. As we were moving, a bunch of us were in the living room. And in our main bedroom, there was a water bottle. Didn't think much of it. All of a sudden, we hear a thunk. Turn, look. It rolled off the, what is that called? Dresser landed on the floor and rolled away. And all of us looked at each other and said, that's what it was. That was a ghost. Excuse me. That was a ghost haunting us right now. And of course, everybody starts laughing. I called up my mom and said, whose corner stand is this? And she goes, well, it was, remember Hazel? I said, yeah. Well, that was hers. So I started laughing. I said, I think Hazel's haunting our corner stand. And she goes, why? I started telling her about all the situations and things like that going on in the house. And my mom goes, yeah, it's just probably a figment in your imagination. Nothing 
too new. It's like, yeah, I know. But as we moved over to the new house that uh, we started renting, little things started happening again. So we hear a bang. We hear knocking. Girlfriend and I would laugh and be like, Hazel, knock it off. Addison's sleeping. And we'd just make a joke out of it. Once again, we told my mom about what was happening. And my mom would just laugh about it. So, of course, she never believed what we were saying. We kind of accepted the noises as Hazel, as a ghost coming back, trying to be a part of her family. No issue with that, right? So the one Christmas, my mom was over and we're having our Christmas meal. All of a sudden, my mom walks past this vase or vase with fake black roses and on one of the roses there was a leaf that you hit and it would start playing music I personally didn't realize that it was noise or it could create noise until my mom walked past it and all of a sudden it just went off just started playing music all of us my mom, the girlfriend Myself, uh, Will, we all froze. We looked at it, and my mom goes, who did that? I started laughing. I said, Hazel just said hi to you. And she goes, that's not funny. It's like, we just accept those weird things as Hazel. So you walk past it. Hazel had a perfect thing and said hi. She goes, that's not funny. And the girlfriend goes, Oh, that works? <laughs> I turned and looked and went, what do you mean that works? She goes, I haven't heard that in almost seven years. I thought the batteries were dead. It's like, well, apparently not. <clears throat> so from there, my mom was absolutely creeped out and she started believing me. Then when you're laying in bed, you could just hear almost like footsteps, um, banging, thumping. It's like, Hazel, go to sleep. We're trying to go to bed. Then, you know, it would die off a bit. And the one day, I thought I'd just turn off the fan and try sleeping in silence. Oh my god, nobody was in the house, and all you heard were these noises downstairs, in the living room, in the kitchen. It's like, uh, nope, fan, high. White noise, kills everything, I go to sleep. Had to move. So when we moved to the next place, we had Hazel. And we just couldn't find the one right spot. So we decided to sell it. Well, as soon as we sold it, went to a different place. All the creepiness, stuff like that, died off. Like absolutely nothing. So we just accepted that Hazel was with the corner stand. And that is said. Creepy. Especially when our couple month old baby started looking at corners of the house and doing just little things like that. No explanation. Nothing. Then all these little weird things going on in the house that just creeped everything out. And what was even better was 
those roses starting to play music. Not expecting it, never knew it, it just went off. A little bit of a continuation of that. We move from that place where we got rid of Hazel into another one. And that was really, really, really creepy. Addison, for the longest time, she stopped like looking in the corner and things like that. But when we moved into the newer trailer, she would just start talking. And I'm looking at her. It's like, who are you talking to? She turns, looks at me and goes, I'm talking to Ray. Who's Ray? Oh, he's sitting right there. It's like, hmm, okay. Mentioned to the girlfriend. The girlfriend goes, oh, great. Now we got another ghost. It's like, yeah. This ghost's name is Ray. And she kind of starts laughing. As long as we lived there for those couple years, Addison would always talk to Ray. Never mention anything about Hazel. But it was always Ray. As soon as we left that place, went into the newer one, everything died off and there was really nothing to worry about. Like, haven't had any experiences with ghosts after that. So those are my two most interesting and weirded um, experiences with ghosts. Like, I have no explanation, nothing like that. The one, it seems massively as coincidences or we just assumed as ghosts. But it was just weird things like Addison talking in the corner, this thing lighting up. like Kind of is weird. But I'll just let you guys figure out what you think. Was there a ghost? Wasn't there a ghost? Did the dream catcher help? Or was it just a figment of my imagination to block out the negative energy that was in the place that I got creeps from at the very start? Well, I want you guys to head over to Twitter at TangentsToby and let me know what you think, as well as if you have an explanation or if you want to share your ghostly experiences with me. TangentsWithToby at gmail.com is my email. I also have a Facebook page, so head over to your search button, type in Tangents with Toby, and it, it will be right there. I would love to hear your guys' experience and go from there. But I do have to say it has been an honor with talking with you guys, and what I'll do is I will let you go and make sure you check out my Twitter because I'm going to be doing polls of what shows you want me to do. All right. So thanks for tuning in. And just remember, life is short. Ride hard. Ten for $10 is back at Meyer. Get more for your money this week when you buy 10 items for just $10 and get the 11th free. Shop groceries like Meyer pretzels, Chobani Greek single serve yogurt, Starkiss tuna, Bush's beans, and Meyer facial tissue. All 10 for $10 get the 11th free. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices whether you shop in-store or online. There's so much to save on, and it's all in one place. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
This summer, enjoy a Plymouth gin and tonic. Just add tonic, ice and a slice of orange for the perfect cocktail every time. Plymouth gin is distilled using a blend of seven hand-selected botanicals, including juniper berry, coriander seed and citrus peel. Since 1793, Plymouth gin has been making gin in England's oldest working gin distillery using copper pot stills, always staying true to Plymouth's original recipe. This is what makes Plymouth gin sought after across the world.